Welcome to the brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's a great show, live from Arizona. Once again, uh, we're giving you these these in-depth interviews. I got my girl, well, not my girl, but my girl and like the, I, 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 I love this person. Lauren Murphy is here uh, with her uh, boyfriend, husband, husband. I never know. Sometimes like, it's like every other fighter either has, like they never like, oh, we're together 15 years, but it's my boyfriend. <laughs> we're still happy, so nobody thinks that we're actually married. Right. <laughs> but, then I'll, but then I'll see Carla Esparza and she'll, every time I see her, she's married or so. Like, yeah. and she missed, she missed on like a first date or something. So, but I'm happy for you guys. Uh, so uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, uh, marijuana is not legal in California, uh, but no one wants to go to a dispensary. Trust me, go to a dispensary, it's a, it's a trap. You got to go out. Maybe you want weed at two o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning. Maybe you don't want to be seen at the dispensary. Maybe people are you're gonna get robbed the other way. Who knows? There's just some shady places. You don't have a license, right? To get to the dispensary. Yeah, right. <laughs> there, there you go. Bam. Look at that. That's even a way better idea. Okay, so speedweed.com. Everything from edibles, flour, vapes. You need it. Best marijuana, CBD, CBD oil, which I think now is legal for fighters now, it CBD. Is, yep. Although I, I, I wouldn't chance it if I were you guys, but uh, CBD, <laughs> definitely check it out. Uh, go to, uh, go to um, speedweed.com and uh, we order it. Use the code ROASTED for $10 off any order of $100 or more. <laughs> we got Laura Murphy. I want to thank you for coming to my show on Thursday night. It was great seeing you and Crouch. That was awesome. Shit, thanks for having us. That's always a blast. Though. Oh, like, yeah, such an awesome show. Yeah. I love seeing you guys laugh. I know I made a couple jokes at your expense. That's okay. That's part of the experience. That you've taken many shots to the face and, and, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to it. It's no big deal. Yes, yes, yes. So so, uh, so, so thank you. And, and it was good seeing you, Joe. I And then you actually invited me last night to go yesterday, yesterday morning, which was uh, early for me. It's 1230. Uh, but I go to watch sparring at the lab. And man, I, uh, it was, you know, I've seen people spar before. You know, I used to go to wild card gym, but it was like two people sparring and everyone just kind of watches. Right. Man, there was like 30. It was like a, a fight club. It was yeah. just everyone's <laughs> just fighting each other yeah, uh, man. and people going hard. I mean, uh, I watched Johnny Case. He was landing some like serious right hands where mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, that, I'm surprised that dude didn't go down. We only, yeah, we only do it once a week because it's, it's hard on the body. It's kind of like a car crash, but like if, I mean, Dana White, if he could see the fights we've had in our gym, like, he would be out of money giving out bonuses for by sure. now. So, yeah, yeah I've like, seen fantastic fights in the gym, way better yeah. than I've ever paid for to watch on paper. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I, and Ben Henderson, I mean, you talk about a guy, you always hear like legendary people go, oh, Ben Henderson spars so hard. And, you know, people, get, I, I don't say I rolled my eyes, I'm like, yeah, everyone spars hard. But then when I actually saw Ben Henderson, when he's not sparring, he's like doing sprints and jumping jacks. <laughs> and playing with his kids. Playing, and, and like, yeah. Yeah. Then, then he's in the cage going, I mean, just 100%. And then his wife is giving, is holding the baby outside the cage, <laughs> giving him instructions. Yeah. Yelling Khabib. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I don't know what Khabib means, but it seems to have some, everyone was yelling Khabib. Like, get hurt and pull out of your next fight. Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. So don't make weight. Pretty unique code word. <laughs> but I didn't even know they were saying she was saying Khabib. I thought she's holding her baby, and he he was talking to his wife, and I thought he was like telling her what baby formula to use or something <laughs> yeah. while he was fighting. 
And then uh, Ben. It wouldn't even shock me. He might have been. Yeah, like he could have been totally doing been that. what was going on. Ben's right? a freak of an athlete. Like I, I've never met a freak athlete until I met Benson Henderson. Yeah, and that he's he's. I mean, and uh, and a nice guy. Uh, just mm-hmm. a, just a really really kind guy. But that gym, man. I mean. You had everyone from Rob Emerson, yeah. who I remember when he knocked out Manny Gambarian in, in 12 seconds, yeah. to Johnny Case, to to the new kid Sean, uh, Sean O'Malley, O'Malley yeah. who's doing who I was watching is doing that same bizarre Conor McGregor st- stance in He's the corner. Done it, yeah, his, his whole time there, it's that Sean. It's like not an act. Yeah, that's yeah. Him. I mean, it, it, I was watching, and then there was the, the kid who's fighting for the LFA next week, uh, the the Wolf. Bobby yeah, Bobby, Bobby Wolf. Wolf and Jake the Snake was there, and it was it was really cool to watch. It, I was I was like, man. This is a tough fucking job. I, I I was like I can't believe, and there were no egos. Right. Nobody was getting mad. I think that's right. the thing that like most of us are probably the most proud of. Yeah, it's a bunch of super accomplished, very tough, high level athletes, but it's a shitload of good people, man. Yeah, the, we the, have a really good team dynamic. The there. team at the lab is awesome. It's just all really good people. You could leave a hundred dollars sitting on the shelf in there at the beginning of practice, and at the end of practice, you know it's still gonna be there. Like you can bring your kids in, and you know that. Nobody's, you know, your kids aren't going to leave scarred for life walking out of our oh my God. It's going to be a good welcoming place for you, for your family. And we, we work hard, we train hard, we spar hard. And uh, it's just, it's it's a lot of fun. No, it was so much fun. And then I, I was talking to Ben afterwards and I was asking him baby advice. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say why, but but I was asking I was asking him baby advice. And, and he's giving me baby, he's like, oh man, he's like, he's like, trust me. Uh, he was like, you get sleep now because you're going to get no sleep. He's, he's oh, like, no. it's so hard to put my baby to sleep. And I wanted to say, well, have him watch your fights. I, I was, I was, <laughs> I was thinking about like, that it's was so in my funny. head, but then I'm like, you know what? He may kick me out of the gym if I say that. Like, so I was like, well, have him watch Ben Askren fights. And he's like, he, he kind of laughed and he laughed, but I'm like, oh man, it would have been better if I have him watch your fights. But I was like, ah, I, I, he's still dude, got gloves on. He's still got gloves now. He just got done with sparring and, and I wasn't sure how he would take it, you know? Yeah, Joe has like a gauge for Ben because like sparring with Ben is hard. I have sparred with him. I do spar with him and he goes super light with me. But like it depends how squinty he is. So if his eyes are really squinted close together, then you know it's not a good day to spar with Ben. Mm -hmm. You want to just try and skip that round if you can. (laughs) And if his eyes look really relaxed and his eyebrows are kind of up, that's a great day to go spar with Ben. And like maybe you should try some (laughs) new things with him, like practice your kicks or whatever. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he was uh, it was I was. Floored. You know what? I, I actually left yesterday thinking, like, how good is Michael Chandler? Because I saw how good Ben Henderson is. And not that Chandler is a better fighter than, than, you know, Henderson, but he was in that night. And I'm like, man, it just, you just have such a, I have such a new respect for, like, how hard you guys train and how good you are. Because yeah. I was like, Ben Henderson, and, and it was crazy watching, like, you know, Johnny Case, who's had 30 MMA fights, and you were, and Joe was giving me the play-by-play of who was who. And he's like, oh, yeah, this guy's got his first amateur fight, and he wants to go pro. or you know. And I'm like, and they're going 100% against each other. It's not like he's taking it easy. Because I asked him, oh, is he kind of taking it? I'm like, no, man. He's like, fuck it, which is, which is cool to see. Yeah. I mean, which is, it was really, really fun to watch. And then last night I had shows, and uh, so on Friday night, these, uh, these high school kids showed up, like 15, like, like six kids that were like, 15 and I could tell one of them was being a dick right away he was like huh like laughing when he wasn't supposed to laugh yeah. so I'm like alright and then he was kind of with his 
there was like these group of women there that were, the one of them was like, that's my son, right? So then I was just like, dude, if I wasn't married, I would totally bang your mom tonight. And then I would have her make us breakfast tomorrow. And then I would beat you in all your video games. And then next thing I know, like all his friends were dying laughing and I just started killing all of them. I'm like, I know it's hard being a virgin and being part of the no pussy posse because he kept trying to get me. And then next thing I know, they all added me on Instagram and they came back the next night. Like, like so now I have like a crew of high school kids and they a all have like oh yes. yeah, it's all have like 40,000 followers oh, who the fuck are these kids I don't know who they, what they do dude or, yeah so, like some of the girls that come into the gym they have like no fights yet and they'll have like 15,000 followers I'm, on Instagram I was like who are these people yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hashtagging everything like <laughs> yeah. hashtagging Kim Kardashian or Hawaiian Missile to get fucking people to watch me and this kid has 50,000 followers that, and then, then then like so I wasn't supposed to be here this week I was supposed to be here in April but Fortune Femster canceled, and uh, canceled. And Fortune Femster is this like very, uh, very good comic, but she's uh, she's she's, like, she's a lesbian, and she's she's heavy, and uh, she, was, she was on Chelsea a lot, and she's on other shows. But she has a very distinct following, right? Okay. So of course, yesterday these two oh, women yeah. in the front are just not laughing at anything, and I'm like, oh, are you girls lesbians? Like, yes. I'm like, what's the matter? Like, where's Fortune? And so I'm like, well. Yeah. Uh, okay, at least I'm happy that that's why you're angry because I'd be pretty pissed too if I went to go see like, you know, Megadeth and the Indigo Girls came out or something. So I, I understand. And then, but they stayed the whole show. And then there was a girl from like China there. And I was, I did a joke and I was like, oh, I was fingering a Chinese girl and I'll put a fortune, but not Fortune Femster. And then like, <laughs> so then, then the next night, the next two hours later, there's two gay guys in the exact same seats. And I'm like, what's the matter? Like, where's Fortune? And I'm like, oh, all right. Shit. You know, like oh, they, I, no. I'm like, listen, it's not my fault. Exactly. But, but they and they saved the whole show. But then what? One guy got kept getting drunk, and he was like, I was like, what's the matter? He's like, you're white. And, and I'm like, all right, listen, buddy. You know, we're all equal here. Yeah. Everyone gets fucked with, whether you're gay or a tw- or a virgin. I point to those kids or, or this or that. We're all let's just all have fun, and then we could all get past. And then everyone and they were actually cool. But fuck, you talk That's about gotta like be so hard. Chairs there. Huh? Yeah. yeah, it's gotta be hard. When, like it's hard enough to do comedy, and people, but then people want to see like a, 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 a lesbian comic that is in their demographic and, and then they, they that's why they booked the host who this black gay guy and then they booked this feminist feature and then me like, I, <laughs> like, you're just roasting so everything I'm, I'm just setting people up it's fucking straight male horny like, like, fucking I was just like ah oh, yeah I don't understand though if you go like yeah if you go to a comedy show though you like you want to go to laugh and have a good time so I don't understand why some fucker would sit there and like Try to not have a good. Or you time, realize you know? the person you see is not coming out. Yeah. Like or, if I go to if I have a son, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go see DMX, and Michael Bolton walks out, right? Like, at like two, I'm not gonna go. Well, you know, maybe he'll switch to rap at <laughs> like at fucking, at, on the third song. You know. Probably not. Yeah. That's, it's, that's fucking hilarious. So anyway, it's a lot with fights too, though. You know, like fights get booked and fighters pull out, and like even main event status. Yeah. You got the tickets and. And you don't get mad at the guy who yeah. filled in. Oh, boo! Yeah. I wanted to go. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Yeah. yeah. Pissed off at Romero because Whitaker got hurt. Right. Know, like, right. Yeah. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. That's totally true. And so, now it's like up to us. Do we want to buy the pay per view or not? Like, uh, yes, I am probably still going to buy the pay per view. Oh yeah. Right. Of course. And then after the show, this like tall, beautiful woman was like, came up to me. She's like, "Oh, you're so funny." I'm like, "Oh, thanks." She's like, "I live down the block. If you want to come over." 
I'm like, this never happens like, when I'm where fucking. Where were you when I was single? Never, <laughs> never. It never fucking happened. Oh my right? God. And then, of course, like, and I'm on like an all time high. Because people say, hey, I like being married. I love being married. But there are times where it just it checks you. Like, I, I get off stage. I have a great set. I feel like a million bucks. This chick wants to fuck. And then I get a text. Your dog peed on the carpet. Yeah. You know, like, like this is not, I, I walked him an hour ago. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, yeah, this, this is back to reality. This, this is my life now. This is yeah. my life. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, let's get rid of him. I'm like, well, I'm not, what do you want me to do? I, I love this dog. I, he, he's old. He, dogs pee. Oh, you know, yeah. it's just kind of dealing with the same thing. Our yeah, dog my, is, our, he's probably, he's, he, he's dying. He yeah. is dying. Oh. Couple like, of his last weeks for sure, but uh, man, I've been thinking that for months now, you know. And he just keeps on pulling he's a through and tough fighting. Motherfucker, yeah, man, is. that's the toughest son of a bitch on four legs. Yeah, that dog is like he's coming up on thirteen. He's a Doberman. I've had him since he was a pup. He's my best friend, absolutely. It's the worst. Know. It's the worst. I mean, the the only good thing is you, is that you will be able to get a dog that will love you as much. Like, right. like <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the one thing. Like if like your girlfriend or your wife or passes away and you're like, ah, I'm never gonna meet someone like this. Yeah. But you, you know, the, there's a lot of dogs at the pound who, who, yeah. who are happy to see you every time yeah, you walk in. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. That's true. Yeah. So let's talk about you, Lauren. Congrats on uh, your big win. Thanks, man. Th- that Thanks. was that was huge. Uh, it was huge for me. I was just jacked up to get back in the win column. I, I was so happy for you, and uh, but, you know, it's funny. Like I had um. Uh, who do I have? I had somebody on the podcast that was like, I don't know who's gonna be Barbara Han. Like, no one's gonna be Barbara Honchak. No, and I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. Gonna. I'm like, I don't know. Laura Murphy's. For- and, and so we were saying that it was gonna be you two in the finals, and I, and I I thought it was gonna be you that was gonna win the whole thing. Uh, which I still think you're the you were the best person in that house. Thanks, uh, man. But I mean that that's a big win. It is. It was. And uh, J- Big John, John McCarthy, refed our fight, which I was so happy about because he's not refing anymore. He retired from being a referee. So oh, I, was, I didn't even know that. Yeah, wow. I was yeah. glad to like get in on that before he left. But he told us in the back, he said, I thought this was going to be the fight for the finals. Yeah. He, like, even he thought he was going to be refing that in the finals. And I thought it would be me and Barb in the finals. And so when we were in the house and we were on the same side of the bracket, I was so fucking bummed about that because it meant that we were going to have to fight before the finals. And then, of course, I had lost in the first round anyway, and then she ended up losing to the same girl, so it all got fucked up. But, like, yeah. but yeah, to fight someone like Barb, it, to me it was really an honor and just it was a good attitude check for me too. So, like, uh, I, How worried were you, though? Because I know some of the, your fights, like your nickname is Lucky. Yeah. And I'm like, is that ironic? Because <laughs> yeah. like, 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 like Lucky. I, I mean, am, though. I am super lucky. Like, uh, I could, I'll tell you so many stories like of of so many times that I should have been like dead or in serious trouble or not here like for whatever reason and uh here I am like I have this great life and like I'm you know trouble yes but, but when it comes part. to split decisions <laughs> yeah that, but what, <laughs> like in MMA no I haven't been very lucky yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I think whatever like the powers that be was like somewhere somebody was like okay you have a great fucking husband you have a great family like you are way further in life than you ever should have been you have it set up that's it. You've used up all your fucking luck. It's run out. Like everything, yeah. everything else that you need it for. Sorry, and uh, yeah, it's fine. I'm totally fine. If I never win another MMA fight, like I still have a fucking awesome life. So 
<laughs> I, but going into that third round, though, were you like, uh, I mean, Joe, you're in our corner. Are you telling her, let's yeah, come Lauren, on? Lauren actually has a habit of doing that, of asking after every round, like, did I win that round? What, like, am I winning? Yeah. Who's yeah. Winning? Fight, you know? <laughs> fucking Crouch was like so pissed at me. Our head coach, John Crouch, was like, it doesn't matter who's winning, just fight. And I was like, no, tell me who's winning. And he wouldn't even answer me. He just like shook his head and walked out of the cage. Like, he wouldn't even talk wow. to me about it. And so uh, I was this like, this is not like a first time. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. happens in a lot of fights. And so this. I was like, it's one to one. And uh, I don't know. I, I just, I kind of just knew in my heart that I could win that fight. And um, I knew if I could get a takedown or stay on top, like, I, I had a really good chance of winning. So. I don't know. I was I was surprised that Barb didn't try to wrestle more, and I think if she had, that maybe she would have, the fight would have been you know maybe more up in the air. But I think you I think you wanted it more. I think that was a case of like you know who wants it more. You know yeah. you're both very talented, but I, I do think that the, all that shit that you've been dealing with in the house and this and that and and everything just was like. I was really proud of you because uh, you, you just you saw it. You saw it in your eye, and you look at it in Barbara's eye, and Barbara's like. I don't know. I wouldn't say Barbara's fighting for the wrong reasons, but it did seem like Barbara's really good at fighting, right. and she's good at. And she's like, okay, I'm good at this, but she took three years off as the champ. That's strange. You know, a lot of people wouldn't do that. But it's not about Barbara. It's about you. So I was, I was super, super happy for you. Uh, now, you, like you said, you had a tough life. Like, what was it like? You grew up in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Uh, were you? You were. You said you were a daddy's girl. I was, yeah, when I was growing up. And my, my dad died when I was 11, so he was killed in a plane crash. And um, it was just, it was hard. Obviously, it was hard. It's going to be hard for anybody, you know, if your fucking dad passes away. But Was it like a solo plane? Was he a... Yeah, he was, um, get, yeah, he was getting his pilot's license. Like, he was just an adventure enthusiast, and uh, getting his pilot's license was something that he had always dreamed of. So... He was training for that, and it was his first flight out on his own. Uh, yeah, and the weather was really bad. So probably, like, the flight school that let him fly should not have let him fly that day because it was just too sketch. And um, in Alaska, it's really not uncommon for bush pilots to to crash. And um, I think we, I think Alaska actually has, like, the highest rate of, like, single-plane uh, mortality. I, I don't know what the term is, but... It happens a lot in Alaska. So anyway, he flew into a mountain and fuck. Yeah, it that's was, that's insane. It was, and my sister came in. I like I can remember it pretty clear. My sister is eight years older than me, and she we have different dads actually. And so she came into my room that day, and um, she was like, you know, I have to tell you something. You know, your dad is missing. He was reported missing before they found his body, and she was like, he never checked into his his um he was into a town called Talkeetna. He never checked in on his flight and so they're they're out there looking for him now and like I just knew when she told me that like even at 11 years old I was like fuck he's probably dead and then later on that night at like one in the morning they found his body and my I think my sister woke me up my sister was the one to like break all the news to me oh I couldn't imagine that's gotta be like the it was item. so weird like the next day we were supposed to go to school it was a Sunday when he died and the next day was Monday and I remember like calling my friend the next morning and being like my dad died last night and like I wasn't even crying I was just like it was such a weird feeling and my friend was like oh my god like well, you're I, 11 it's sort of like 11 you. and she's like I have to go to school uh you okay and I was like I guess and then my mom took us to the mall like, she was like, we're going to go do something. Like, she just wanted to get us out of the house, and she was like, we're going to go to the mall. And so we were just walking around the fucking mall that day, like, no, 
I didn't know, like, I don't even know you how to like, describe it. She's like, let's go on airplane it. rides. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> fucking, like, I don't even understand. That's what horrible. So. That's, that's like the. It was a super weird. Now, you, you and your mom close? Um, no, my mom uh, drank a ton when I was growing up. She was a really bad alcoholic. And so, like, uh, like I always wanted to, like, live with my dad full time. Cause he oh, was, they were divorced? Like, yeah, they divorced when I was, like, really little. And then they both remarried and. Um, my dad's house was so fucking normal and cool. It was like leave it to Beaver. Like to yeah. me, it was like you go to dad's house and the sun is shining and like kids are riding their bikes outside and I don't know. It was just fucking nice. And then like my mom was the complete opposite. Like she, we literally lived on a dirt road out in the middle of nowhere. Um, like she drank a lot. Like we couldn't ever leave. We didn't live close to anywhere. So we would go to school. We would take this like 30 minute bus ride home from school and then walk up this like dirt hill to our house and just be stuck there. Because so you, after that, you had to go live with your mom yeah, full time. And before that, it was time. dad full time. No, I was with my dad just like on the weekends on the and weekend. during the summer. Now, were so. you a happy kid? Did you play sports? Were you popular? Did you have boyfriends? Uh, nope, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I actually never played a sport until I got into MMA. So you were this like angry, tough girl? Yeah, kind of. I mean, do you have friends? Yeah, I had some friends. Like, I, I had some friends, and then after my dad died, I was kind of weird. Like, uh, I was, just, I think I was just kind of traumatized. Of you know? Well, yeah, I would, so. I would assume. <laughs> I remember doing like weird stuff like I just I didn't know how to dress myself really so like in sixth and seventh grade right after he died I would wear like my pajamas to school I was always dirty I didn't know how to talk to kids it seemed like every time I opened my mouth it was something fucking weird you know it's just that kid that nobody but did you have friends in Alaska like, I had a couple I mean the other weird kids we all hung out <laughs> did you like did you, did, I mean, did, did you shower were you like a smelly yeah. kid like, I don't think I ever smelled but I wore like I would wear dirty clothes I didn't know how to do my own laundry like just I didn't eat very well was there a school play you were in or? no fuck no man i just went to school i got made fun of and then i would fucking go home and like my mom would drink and i would sit at home why would they make, they make fun of you and be like you, you have cooties or um no like the really pretty girls were all wearing makeup and getting boyfriends and like listening to the cool music and you had like, lice i just <laughs> I, if i had lice i never found out about it <laughs> but, I, I had lice it was, I, the, oh, it was the it was the worst <laughs> all of a sudden they just all of a sudden they randomly send kids home and everyone kind of knows why but yeah. they don't even tell me you're like oh. Uh, <laughs> you, you go to the school nurse, and then all of a sudden you're missing for like two days. I think in Alaska it's like too cold know for life. They should probably just check their shit out. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was the God. worst. Well, in, in like junior high, I started making some more friends, and then in high school, I started doing drugs, and I started hanging out with all the other kids that did drugs, and that was like my place. Okay, so you get to high school, you, you get good grades or shitty grades. I did. I was a really smart kid for a long time. I'm not anymore, so I'm not bragging. You seem <laughs> like, pretty I was, smart. I used to be pretty smart, and. Uh, I uh, that was also uncool by the way it's not cool to be smart when you're a kid and so that was a big point against me because I was nerdy I liked to read and like I always had the fucking answer you know I was one of those kids <laughs> and then in high school uh, I don't know I, I started doing drugs and that was like my first my but like, so, so high school so you're freshman sophomore now all of a sudden marijuana right marijuana and then marijuana turned into cocaine turned into ecstasy like any kind of hallucinogen that we and that's all in high school to. oh yeah this is like when I was 15 but you know all the times the cool kids did drugs I hate to say it but all of a sudden like those were the popular kids were you, did you all of a sudden become one of the cool yeah. kids because you yeah, had drugs exactly and like I could hold my own like this I was good at doing drugs or at least I thought I was I was better than those fuckers so you, were the girl, you, were the girl, you were the girl at the party like in like a weird room by herself with like two kids no I was the girl that had the drugs and like you know what I mean and I was the girl that knew all the older people now because I was getting the drugs from somewhere and like 
um, I was too cool for school now. Like I didn't do any schoolwork. I was too cool for that. And like, you going to raves? Were there yeah, rave? I went to raves when I was older, when I was like 17. So you were wearing like Jenko jeans or like those like, did you have glow sticks? Yep, glow sticks. I had a big pair of butterfly wings that I would wear. No way. Oh yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I always freak yeah. out when I hear this stuff. Now, too. Did you yeah. did you wear like the like crazy like? Blue, yellow, orange. I, w- I didn't, but I wasn't against it. Like, like, like eyeliner. I, w- I would like dress up like, uh, like, like I would have like all white on, and then I'd wear big butterfly wings. We'd go to raves and like take a bunch of ecstasy and dance and like. So you had me and I had boyfriends at that point. Mm-hmm, yeah. So because yeah. I mean, you're, now you're, you're 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 hot. You're pretty girl. Like, <laughs> Thanks. Are, 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 are I you, used to be. Yeah. Are you are you <laughs> are you are, are you like putting out or at, in high school? Are you having it, sex? Yeah, I got pregnant when I was like seventeen. Seventeen so, yeah. by by who? Uh, my kid's dad. <laughs> okay, so, so so this was your boyfriend at the time. Yeah, and like we were, I guess as serious as you could get. I mean, we dated for like a whole month before I got pregnant. But before, but, but before him, were you like, hey, Lauren, Lauren gives out blowjobs for ecstasy kind of thing, or like? No, I wasn't super slutty. Usually, I would date somebody for like six months. Okay, you so, you, so you still had ethics. You still had some morals. I had, I had some kind of morals. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I had my own standards I was going by. Like. All right, so so you didn't just all completely made up. Okay, yeah. yeah so you didn't. So okay, random. So your standards standard. were like, don't go to school. Yeah. Don't do your homework, but. But your vagina, it takes a while to get in there. Right, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah exactly. Uh, that's, and then uh, once you get in there, we're staying together. Like, I'm going to fight to stay in this relationship. Okay, and, and then now the boyfriend. Now, did he, now he, was he a nice guy? Was he cool? He was really funny. Like, Max's dad is super hysterical, and he always kind of has been. Good looking uh, guy or no? He used to be. He's not anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he used to be. When, when we were in high school, I thought he was. He had really long curly hair, and he was a big stoner. And uh, at, for some reason, he was popular, and he was older than me. And so I don't know. How much older? Two years. Two years so, old. like, if I I was a freshman and he was a junior, and that oh, was go, super yeah. hot. You yeah, know? <laughs> and you were like the crazy cool drug chick. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Well, I mean, like, I don't the know. The other way around, cool, you're a huge loser if you're the junior banging the. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it, it was okay because yeah. I had all the drugs. Like, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> so you were the, right now. Now, were you selling the drugs? Are you making any money on this? Um, I never made a lot of money because I would do the drugs while I was selling them. <laughs> so there wasn't much of a. Pro- I would yeah. all the profit was it's going like Biggie said, "Don't get high if you're on supply." Yeah, I was always doing. The yeah, so that I never made a lot of money, but I like I started small. I started selling cigarettes at school, like when I was like fourteen. Wow! So like I would I had to start somewhere. Yeah, like I had a boyfriend that would go get cartons of cigarettes, and then I would sell packs of cigarettes at the school, and I remember making a bunch of money. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I started selling weed. And uh, I like to smoke weed, so I would smoke all the extra weed that I had. But I was like, well, I'm breaking even, so this is good. <laughs> and then I tried to sell cocaine, and that did not work. <laughs> I did all the cocaine. You did so. all the cocaine. And this is while you're in high school. Uh, yeah, like I, I was in high school. Well, I did you were my. Still supposed to be in high school. Yeah, yeah, I did my freshman and sophomore year, and then I dropped out my junior year. Dropped out of high school. Mm-hmm, yeah. Now, your mom at the time, does she, is she just rolling around on the floor drunk? Or did no, she, did my she... mom uh, got sober when I was a freshman, I think. Or maybe I was. She got sober when I was 13 but then she was like so busy being sober that she was always gone so, so like just high five to switch roles yeah huh? we were just like she was like do your thing um she was going to meetings and she suddenly had all these new friends and I was honestly really happy for her I was just glad my mom wasn't drunk anymore and she would go to meetings and she, like her life changed a lot she was really she really became like a better person she was still like a child in her mind kind of yeah but um, it was it was cool to see her get sober, and then like later on when I needed help, I did what she did. Like she set a really good example for me, and my sister also ended up like getting sober eventually. And like when, but we would never would have if my mom hadn't. But your mom couldn't have been happy with the fact that you were 
doing drugs and no, cocaine. No, she didn't really know what to do with me. Like, when I dropped out of school, I was like, well, you can't make me go. And she was like, well, you're fucking right. So I don't know what to do. And wow. like, like, it was just, she was like, well, then I guess you have to get a job. You know, it was at that point where it's like, you can't beat me anymore. Like, you she know, said, you she can't to beat force you up? me to do anything. No, but I mean, like, you know, you can't spank me or like fucking, yeah. like, uh. you just can't, there's no physical way for you to make me do what you want and i was too young for her to really kick me out like she's she has a heart you know so she was like well you need to get a job get your ged like did you do that yeah i got my ged and then uh after i got pregnant and now okay so now you you, uh you get you get pregnant at 17 Mm -hmm. so you should have been a junior in high school yeah possibly a senior um and now at, at any point where you're like well i could always have an abortion uh, I definitely thought about it. Yeah, like, I mean, okay, so I liked Max's dad, but I knew, like, that was not going to be a long-term thing. I, like, looking at Max's dad, even as a teenager, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, this is not... This guy's a drug addict. Yeah, this He's, is not yeah. who, you know. And uh, I didn't think either one of us were really ready, and so I, I thought about, like, getting an abortion, and I went to a friend mom i went to a, a good friend of mine i went to his mom and i was like will you take me to get an abortion and she was like you need to talk to your mom and so i did and my mom convinced me to have my son wow yeah who's what was uh, she will be 17 this year yeah. so wow like, now he's as old as i, I mean was. but she's that's a lot of i mean that's that's a ballsy move i mean your daughter just dropped out of high school she doesn't have a job yeah she's now has a kid and she's like, great idea. <laughs> I know. Well, my mom's really like that. Like, my mom is really all about, like, have the baby, keep the baby. Like, no matter what, she is really about women. I wouldn't say that my mom's not pro-choice, but she's not really pro-choice. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, is, right. She is pretty conservative in that view that she thinks women should, right. should have the babies that they so can So now have. nine months, you're 17, now you're nine months pregnant. Yeah. And now are you, are you a big whale? Or, or I was. I broke, I was over 200 pounds when I was pregnant. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't believe that either. That's yeah. 200 pounds. Wow. Yeah, I was So big. you look like you're like Roy Nelson with a wig, basically. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so you're walking around, you give birth. And right away, you must fall in love with this boy. Like, you just is yours. Yeah. Now, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, I thought for sure I wasn't going to, like, like him or... But how are you supporting this kid? Um, we lived with my mom. Like, she helped a lot. And, like, I worked at Walmart. And uh, you're not dealing drugs anymore? No. Well, after he was born, like, maybe six or eight months, I did start doing drugs. When he was, like, six or eight months old, I kind of got back into it. But when you were pregnant, you, you stopped? Mm-hmm, yeah. It was it hard to stop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, that's like the, my first experience getting sober was because I was pregnant and I, I was like, I need some help. Like I can't stay sober on my own. And so I started going to meetings and stuff when I was pregnant. And you're I, a 17 year old going to meetings pregnant. That's yeah. Yeah, my man. Well, yeah, that's just the, one, the epitome yeah, of success right there. Wow. <laughs> <Life experience>. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and you know, and I thought I knew everything too. That's the thing is I never felt like. I never felt like this is fucked up. Like in my mind, I was like, I fucking got this. You know, we're just totally naive. Like looking back, I'm like, oh. But aren't people looking? People are looking at you like, oh, good luck. You're, I mean, you're teen mom. No, not not in meetings. Like in no, meetings, but like, but I'm saying you, when you when, right, of course, <laughs> like you don't even know you're pregnant. But but, but when you're walking around yeah. Alaska, are people giving you like judgments? Yeah, I definitely got like some. I remember some instances, like especially like old people. I don't know. I just feel like they have the right to tell people anything. And so, like, I, I remember like this old guy. I worked in an old folks' home cooking, and this old guy. I remember just yelling at me, telling me that like I was too young to be pregnant and what a waste. And like, I just uh, kind of chalked it up to him being old. You know, I was like, "Fuck you, whatever." And <laughs> but like my my sister had her babies when she was really young. My mom had her kids when she was really young. It's kind of a cycle in our family. And so I think like. 
I wish somebody had told me like, Hey, this isn't normal or necessarily very good. You know, but like my mom was like, yeah, let's do this. Have a kid. So <laughs> That's well, you know what? It, it was turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to you. Yeah, definitely. And like, I can't believe how good my kid has turned out. Like, and to see him now, he's a teenager and I'm definitely a better mom now than I was when he was young. I mean, I was just a kid. So you're, you're working at Walmart. Yeah. Uh, you're making what? Like $6 an hour, yeah, something but, like but that. you're making something you're living at home. And now, wh- I, when do we see any kind of a light here? Are we like, is it? I had some money from when my dad died. Um, the the flight school did end up paying us like some life insurance, and so when I turned eighteen, I got a settlement, and uh, it was like fifty thousand bucks or something. And to me, at eighteen years old, I was like, this is unbe- this is I can retire, never ending exactly. money. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this is crazy. And so that's actually like I spent it all on drugs. Like I got my own apartment. Oh, oh my god, yeah, I could have gone to college. Like that's a whole that's a free college ride right there yeah but nope lauren went and got an apartment and bought a bunch of furniture and bought a bunch of cocaine and some weed and like suddenly all that money was fucking gone before i even could like think and you have a kid and i had a kid so you're doing drugs and i was supporting his dad so his dad was like oh this bitch has money (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so he didn't get a job like you know what i mean and and eventually, like, the money ran out, and, like, here I was, like, broke. I know, but are you being a good mom? Are you changing diapers? Are you making no, sure my, that- No, of course. Like, of course I wasn't a good mom. Like, I was a kid, and I was on drugs, and my mom helped a lot, really. Like, the, I would say the best thing my mom ever did for me was that, like, I would call her, and I'd be like, hey, can you take Max? And she would say, yep. And she would take him for three, four days at a time, five days at a time. And then I would go back and fucking pick him up. You know, I'd be all skinny. I lost 10 pounds over the weekend or whatever. Wow. And, and uh, take him home for a day or two, and then she would. And, call. and none of your friends are saying to you, "Hey, listen, Lauren, no, you, high with you me. got a kid." Nobody, no. nobody's saying anything to you. Not, not no. one. Because all was my a, friends were like, "Can you get rid of your kid for the weekend, and then we could go party?" That's like the kind of friends that I had. But even like amongst those kids, there was always that one friend that like had some good advice. <laughs> <laughs> like that one weird fucking kid that was like, "Hey, man, you know." Maybe like, that's not a good idea. Yeah, maybe maybe you should be home. Nobody. They, maybe somebody did, but if they did, I never heard it. I, I'm right. not saying it didn't happen, but. Even if somebody had said that, I probably would not have been able to hear. So that. now you're 19 years old. Your money's gone. The money's gone. I'm not happy. Like with Max's dad, I'm like, this guy's a fucking loser. I'm a fucking loser. And um, my my dad's family lived in California. They live in Stockton. And oh, it's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> but they're all super. They're like living a good part of Stockton, which is super. <laughs> Their weird. last names are Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved down there. <laughs> I did move down to Stockton, and I went I went to school there. I called, really? Mm-hmm, I called up my aunt and uncle. And, and that's my dad's sister and so she always kind of tried to look out for me after my dad died and I said look I'm like I'm in some real trouble I need help and they said why don't you come down here and so Max lived with my mom I moved to Stockton and I went to school like they signed me up for college which I hadn't even graduated fucking high school what kind of college a community college in Stockton San Joaquin Delta College wow yeah and uh, they showed me how to like go to class they showed me how to sign up they showed me how to get my books. Like, I didn't know any of this shit. I didn't know how to fucking do anything. Do you know how to read at that point or no? Barely. <laughs> oh, right. Barely, yeah. <laughs> I, got this book now. I knew I how to measure out this. grams and ounces. That's about it. <laughs> and so I went to college. I got straight A's. But, wow. Yeah. So now you're on a mission. Yeah, I was this like, is... this is fucking crazy. I didn't know I could do it, you know? Right. And everybody was like, holy shit, look at Lauren, you know? Okay. And uh, that's Do you feel really bad, though, that your kids are with your mom? Yeah. So I moved back to Alaska. And immediately started doing drugs again. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. I know. So now, now <laughs> be prepared. After, a lot more after, <laughs> fuck, after graduating, so now you're 22. 
No, I didn't. I, I only did like one semester of college. That doesn't fucking count. I, I think it was like four years and no, got no, no. a degree. I didn't know. A, you know, I just, I did like one semester and uh, I got straight A's. I was like, fucking cool. Uh, so I'm going to go home for the summer and I'll be back for like fall semester. And I just never made it back. Okay. So now you're back in Alaska. You have one term of community college or one, one, one semester yeah. so like okay great uh, yeah. <laughs> but whatever it's still something now you come back and, and now you you have no money again you're back at Walmart uh, I don't remember what I was doing I was just fucking doing drugs I was like going. I was now have we moved on to heroin yet or no yeah I started using needles around that time and like I overdosed um, I had a really bad I had overdosed like a couple times like minor overdoses and then I had a really now you're going right there are you even doing coke or, or mm -hmm, yeah you, I'll do coke? anything you put in front of me like, yeah, so you're smoking weed I'm smoking weed which is doing nothing for you we'll at do that meth point. yeah Ma meth. like if I could find meth I would do it we did a lot of coke because that was kind of easy to come by and we did a ton of oxycontin oh my god and this is all stuff that you can put in a spoon and cook up right so right. anything if you can crush it into a powder and put it in a spoon and cook it I'm gonna shoot it like I don't care even really what it is at this point like that's just the kind of drug addict I am I'm not picky I'm gonna do whatever it is and um I overdosed and had a seizure and um now when you say you overdose like so you, you take a heroin uh -huh. uh, it was cocaine I you're doing cocaine you're, 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 you're at a party no I was in my truck I, it was my last like worldly possession was my truck and I was sleeping in it like I didn't have anywhere else to go and I had a little bit of cocaine left and I was shooting it up and it's freezing out it's I think it, no I can't remember you're in Alaska you're and you're shooting cocaine in, in your in your pickup truck by yourself no my lives. dealer was with me this your girl, dealer now you, you said you live there like where were you showering where were you going to the bathroom uh, I don't remember you don't even remember that <laughs> no I don't and your I kids at home with mom my kid was with your mom's mom. probably like my daughter's a drug addict has she, has she given up at this point yeah she was kind of like let her go like just let her do whatever she's gonna and do. she knows in the program that like you you, you can only kind of look out for yourself you have to yeah. show that you have to be a role model you can't yeah because that person's going to bring you down and you yeah, know exactly. so is she going to Al-Anon meetings at this point mm -hmm, yeah, she, she's going she to Al-Anon yeah. so then so you're in the truck you're doing the coke you're, you're out yeah like who I, finds you uh, nobody I passed out and I, I like I were remember you driving at the time no I was oh, okay. parked at a bar and I was like not even old enough to drink yet and so we were parked at this bar and I remember like falling out and I remember thinking like if I could just roll down my window like I'll be okay but I couldn't like I just couldn't move and then I passed out I woke up and I didn't know that I had passed out like I didn't know what had happened and I woke up and the girl next to me was just staring at me and I was like what I was all pissed at her I was like what the fuck are you looking at like I, I was ready to fight the her. needle still on your arm it was somewhere yeah, it was somewhere in the truck and like she was like look you had a seizure and you hit your head on the horn a bunch of times so i need you to drive me home because the cops are going to come and i was like she wants you to drive yeah so i drove oh, that's the worst first responder in my entire <laughs> life yeah what a fucking idiot well none of us gave a fuck about each other about like none of us cared about each other we were just trying to get high but who who says that? okay you just passed out an overdose drive me home she did <laughs> fuck yeah. she's dead now she actually died I don't even know how, actually. I, I wonder. Just, uh, okay, so, okay, so, 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 I, so I did. I drove her home. Very good decision maker. So, <laughs> rest I, in peace, whoever this person is. All right, okay, okay. So, so all right, all right. So, go on. I drove her home, and then I, like, I, I was out of it, man. I was fucked up, and so I went to my friends, actually, Aurora, who you, who you've met, Aurora Ford, Aurora Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like Aurora Ford. And, yeah, she's I don't a good know her, lady. but I, she seems like a and kind like, spirit. I, I went to her, and I was like, man, I had a seizure, and she was like, you need to go to the hospital. So she called an ambulance. The ambulance came and got me and they like they took me to the hospital and now it's been a couple hours since I had a seizure and I called my mom who 
is sober now, but she's done her fair share of cocaine. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I called my mom. I said, Mom, I had a seizure. And she started crying, and she was like, you might have another one. She said, you don't know what's going to happen. You need to go to the hospital. So anyway, they took me in the ambulance uh, to the hospital that's there in Anchorage. And, like, I was just, I was laying in that bed. I was covered in blood because I had been shooting up and, like, I was dirty. I don't know when the last time I had showered was. My mom came in. My sister was there. Everybody's crying. And, like, I was just like, please, God, if you fucking let me out of here, I swear to God, I'll get clean. I will never fucking use again. Please just let me get out of here. And so I got out of the hospital. They they released me. And I was doing coke, like, 12 hours later. Oh. Uh, like, <laughs> I just... You. Yeah, see, Joe hears that and he's like, "What the fuck?" But like, I was, uh, I could not stop. This is why you don't I tap, huh? <laughs> Dude, I'm like, and I meant it when yeah. I was saying that stuff. I meant it with every fiber of my being that I would never get high again, and with everything in me. I You're an addict. You're, you had a, you had a disease. Whatever. So. Like, I have definitely come to know that whatever it is that Lauren is doing, Lauren is doing 100. percent Like she is all in. Another thing that always stands out to me, like when I hear this story from other people's perspectives, when she went to Aurora that night and asked for help, Aurora was kind of clueless. Like she knew that she parted a lot. Yeah. And did drugs, but she had no idea. That How deep this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arms are covered in abscesses and that it was that bad. So then, okay. So now at this point, you're still doing cocaine. When did, when does the, the bottom happen? That or or, are you, or did, did you do really cocaine this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still doing it. No, that really was kind of it because that was at the, like when I started getting high again, I was like, oh my God, I want to stop and I can't. And that had never really like hit me like that before. You know, I'd always had an excuse like, oh, I don't really want to quit or I don't need to quit. But now it was like, fucking, I want to quit. I need to quit. I'm afraid I'm going to die and I still can't quit. And so then I started going to meetings and I actually went to rehab for two fucking years. <laughs> two years. I was in inpatient rehab. I went to like five different rehab centers. It was like over the course of two years. Why do you have to keep going to different ones? Because I kept getting high. Oh. And then I would get kicked out. I've actually never been in a rehab center that I didn't get high in. Wow. So that's kind of funny. Now people were coming into the rehab center and you were convincing them, hey, do you have anything? <laughs> or how did this? No, I like I, says, <laughs> easiest place to find drugs. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to find drugs, you're going to go to a drug addict, right? Right. Well, fucking There's rehab is chock on. full of yeah, drug addicts. Right. But, uh, yeah, but, you, but you're not bringing drugs in there. How are you getting them in you there? You can't, but like uh, people do. I mean, like plenty of addicts will find a way to bring drugs into a rehab center or like uh, I, one time I went on pass and I went out and got drunk, you know, like. And then I went back to the rehab center drunk and they fucking kicked me out. Like it just, you know, just a series of really fucking stupid decisions. By the way, guys, this uh, podcast sponsored by Speedweed. Speedweed Speedweed.com. If you need marijuana, this is the place we will. Okay. We deliver to rehab centers all over Alaska. Don't even have to worry about being smuggled in. Yeah. Don't worry. Hey. It's totally legal. You want your drugs delivered to your rehab center? Speedweed is the way to go. Wait. so, So, okay. So you get kicked out of five. Now, I would think at a rehab center, they would say, okay, you know, you, you relapsed, you did drugs, but we're not going to kick you out because you're an addict. Yeah. How do you get kicked out of rehab? Um, yeah, no, they will say that. They'll say like, okay, you got high while you're in here. You have to fucking get out. Like, they're not Oh, they gonna, just, they'll just boot yeah, you out. They'll boot you out. Or I left a couple times like before they could kick me out. Like it, there's varying. So it's so, okay. So two years later, I quit. So now you're 22. Yeah, and then I was 22. But who's paying for the rehab? So that, is that part of They'll the They'll let you in for free, and then like you pay them back later. So, uh, <laughs> so pretty much all... Plan. So are your Friday the night bonuses going to the rehab centers? from? <laughs> well, a couple of them I paid off through working, and then one one that I had a really deep debt to, I paid off, and then I worked for them at, like in their kitchen for a long time, and they forgave my debt. So I've actually paid off all my debts to... 
rehabs. So, I mean, now, are you at any point in your life now, are you feeling good about yourself? No. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> so you All I had going for me was that, like, I... I wasn't really that smart anymore because, like, after I had my seizure, I was kind of fucking stupid. Like, I was really out of it for a long time. And still to this day, there's something, like, words get stuck in my head sometimes. And that never used to happen to me before I had that seizure. You're also getting punched in the head for a living. That's true. On top of all the the drugs (laughs) that you've done. Right. But but you know what? You know, we need people like you in this world. All right. So so now, okay, so now you're 22, 23. Now do you have a job? Any kind of real job? Uh, yeah, I can't remember where I worked. Oh, I worked at like a pizza kitchen for a while, and I really hated it. But I, I you know, I had like a little apartment, and I started going to meetings. Is your kid with you now? No, he was still with my mom, but like I, I had visitation with him, and he would come stay with me and stuff. Was that hard not being able to see the kid? That must have been brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. It was. It, it sucked. And like, yeah, I felt like a loser. I didn't like I didn't have a car. I walked to my fucking job every day, my piece of shit job that was minimum wage that I hated. And like all my friends, not all my friends, but people like Aurora and like other people around me were graduating college or they were married and getting their lives started and fucking Lauren's over here, like just yeah. trying to pay off rehab, you know? And so I, I did start to feel like a real loser and, and I did. I got I got uh, sober for quite a long time, like four years. So now so now and, and th- at this point your kid wants to take karate, right? Or jujitsu? <laughs> yeah. So, you, yeah. so you're like, you know what? I want to do mom. I want to be a mom. I want to be a good mom again. I want to do fun things with my kid. Yeah. So you and, you and your son, your son's how old? Uh, he's 16 now. No, no, but back oh, then. But he was eight then. He's eight. Yeah. You're like, all right, I'll take you to jujitsu. Yeah. And so I had kind of bounced around. Like in my sobriety, I'd hit like a rough spot. I'd been drinking. I, I never really went back to like heroin use, but like, like there were times when I drank or would take pills. And so, yeah, I was kind of struggling and Max... I wanted him to be a martial artist because, like, when I was growing up, I wanted to do karate or fucking be like Jean-Claude Van Damme. And, like, I just never could. We lived on a dirt road and my parents were too drunk to take me. And so I never got to be an athlete. And so I was like, you're going to be an athlete. And I I did. I took him to um, uh, Gracie Baja, which is like a jiu-jitsu gym. In in Alaska. In Alaska. Now, okay. Jiu-jitsu was, though. She literally, back in the day when we actually had phone books, flipped open a phone book and fucking pointed at a martial arts school yeah. right so you're like Gracie Baja yeah. okay so <laughs> Gracie Barra Let's so do this. <laughs> so so you walk in here you've never done a push-up in your life yeah uh you've never done a sit-up never done anything athletic other than maybe put your at a rave maybe you had some kind of cool thing maybe, maybe you've had your ankles over your head and a, <laughs> a couple fun nights right so so you walk in there and your kid's doing jujitsu and you're like oh I want to try this yeah I was like well he was nervous about it and I was like well I'll do it with you and that way like we'll be doing it together and you don't have to feel so alone and like he did the kids class and he fucking hated it and I did the adults class and I fucking loved it and so like he was like I don't ever want to do this again and I was like you sure because I want to come back here every day (laughs) but are you getting tapped out in your first class are you getting fucked up oh I don't remember right I mean how is anyone losing to you I mean mean, no no offense but like I think some of the I think some of the guys did but there were other new girls there that were like white belts and I remember us just we neither none of us had any fucking idea what we were doing a bunch of white belt women just fucking trying to flopping around flopping around but you don't know I know it was a gi yeah, it was in the gi, and I didn't ha- I didn't wrestle. I didn't know what the point of anything was. I just grabbed him and fucking like tried to. She could have been in big trouble and wouldn't even have known it. Yeah, yeah right. Like, no idea. Awesome. Yeah, I just right. loved. I loved like being competitive. I liked trying to be on top. Like I could do, you know, in a couple days. It's like you learn whatever your naked choke is. Okay, I could fucking like try and choke you. All right, like right. To me, that was really fun. So you so you fall in love with this. Mm-hmm. Now you, who's the teacher? 
Uh, we had a couple different ones, but one of them was this old dude named Ted. I'm not making this up. His name is Ted Stickle. Ted so, Stickle. All right. So if you say it really fast, it sounds like testicle. Testicle. <laughs> like, That's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. so Are you giggling every time you say it? Every fucking time. <laughs> and, I, and that dude, like... Uh, shout out to Ted. Uh, yeah, 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 shout out to Ted Stickle. And I, <laughs> he, was, he was all right. And then uh, this guy named Pat Applegate started okay, And the other guy's name is Bill Sack. Bull Sack. <laughs> <laughs> Testicle and Balsack were my teachers. They're always <laughs> hanging around. Couple assholes. Yeah. Couple assholes. It was great. It was great. So now. Um, is uh, testicle? Is he telling you like, hey, listen, you, you have potential in this, or not really? Like, I, I didn't really know. I had a. There was a guy that was hanging around the gym, and he would give boxing lessons, especially to all the new girls. He would give boxing oh, lessons. Oh yes, to every creep. Yeah. Fucking, you know that yeah, guy. Yeah. And he was like, you should go like you should be on the MMA team I was like eh, I, what your first day know. no oh. I've been there a couple months okay I think I've been there like two months or three months and he was like you should go try for the MMA team and like I didn't I was like I don't know like to me you know it's in Alaska these guys are fighting like in a local promotion but to me they were famous to me they were the fucking coolest people ever like well yeah because you hang out with crackheads the people at McDonald's are like medical doctors compared to the, your fucking crew of de- degenerates were, yeah, like, yeah and then now looking back at those guys I'm like oh good lord but at the time they were like the highest aspiration that I could wow like, these guys don't have needles in their arms so, wow you guys are <laughs> fucking major successes in life they could have been like you do multiple shit and then drive yourself home yeah. oh, wow <laughs> this is crazy you have custody of your kids so I, <laughs> this, this is, is amazing <laughs> god so yeah they, they i don't know i uh went to the fucking mma practice and i got the shit kicked out of me and like i was like it was all guys or there's some girls all there guys. all no, dudes there was no no girls it was all dudes none of them wanted me there by the way they were all like who is this shit ass girl <laughs> she's not any good and i i wasn't i didn't know anything and so I got, have you noticed your body getting better you're getting a, a abs or like yeah, your, mm-hmm. your butt's nicer I mean, at this point I you're, quit smoking your I butt must look terrible this i mean it's all wrinkly and saggy <laughs> i mean you've never done anything right I no don't squats know, my butt look. your butt looks great now uh, yeah, yeah now it's great back then i'm sure it was like yeah okay go on <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know I I smoked a pack a day like when I first started and then I I didn't want anybody to whoop my ass so I quit smoking and I just got healthier and healthier and like back then I think I was too stupid too to know like there's certain things you're not supposed to be able to do and so I think I was too dumb to know you can't do those things and so I would just do them like I would do these like really long practices yeah Yeah, like four hour practices four hour practices like crazy long like ten minute rounds you know with a fucking different person in every minute or whatever and just nobody ever told me you're not supposed to be able to do that and so we would just do these crazy hard practices yeah it's nuts going back and thinking about it like Like some of the stuff that we did originally trained on that MMA team like I've seen Lauren oh you were on the team yeah that's where oh that's team. where you guys met right. mm-hmm. so, so now you're on the team you, lauren comes in and this is joe her husband who also was a fighter three and one right three, pro pro yeah. pro three and one now you see lauren are you like immediately kind of into her or are you just like yeah, uh, of course i mean there's always that like oh check out the, the tough chick on the well team. she's the only chick on the team exactly all right okay <laughs> no. but uh it, she was just super kind right away like she's always been uh, very like lights up the room when she comes in everybody like wants to talk to and is 
the room is more fun when Lauren's around. That's always better. Yeah, you hear that? It wasn't just me fucking shooting up heroin in the parking lot. I'm a nice person, god damn it. Now, 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 now did you know of her checkered past at all? I or? had no idea. In fact, there's like a couple old like interviews and stuff where we talk about the way we first met and my initial first impression of her. I thought that she was like happily married. I thought she was a housewife who just came and did jujitsu because it was fun and like she's got her shit together. You, what, no clue. The ankle bracelets didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't set up any. There I, were some guys that had like uh, literally yeah. what are they called the, the tether yeah like the parole or uh-huh. whatever they had the ankle bracelets on and they would come in and do jujitsu no and there, yeah there was one guy that was wearing one and he came to an mma practice and he was like kicking people with it <laughs> yeah cool. and so i never did have like a house arrest bracelet i was actually i never oh actually, congratulations like, oh, yeah just, thank you uh, i got yeah. into a surprisingly small amount of trouble like, for the <laughs> so now now when you see lauren now do you ask her out like uh, after like a couple months or no so uh interesting story about how Lauren and I first met so we do we meet on the MMA team but both of us were actually married to other people you were, you were still married to this guy uh, not to Max's dad I was married to another guy that whoa, I- whoa this is a whole other fucking <laughs> know, right? who was this guy he was. Uh, I, met him, met I met him. I met him at meetings. Yeah. Okay. And he sober. was sober, and I was sober, and like I, I was totally. That's I thought it. that was my life, but he was. He was super Christian, really Christian, and he was kind of like an. I don't know how else to to explain it. He was like an abusive Christian. Like he was one of those like spare the rod, spoil the child guys. The the wife is really submissive to the husband, and that's the way God wants it, and like just one of those, you know. And I thought that that was the right way to be. I thought like, you know, like, like I'm fucked up. Okay. That's how I thought about it. Lauren's fucked up and she doesn't know what's best for her. This guy is going to know what's best for her. And what he told me took me a long time to realize that that is not what is best. Like it was, yeah. But at that that point you're kind of in like a a low point. You knew this guy sort of, you figure you trust in him. Yeah. So you're living with him. Yeah. I lived with him. Uh, we dated for a while and then, we ended up getting married and I actually did not want to even really marry him, but I, I just, I don't know. I I was in such a weird spot in my life that I was like, okay, like this must be what's best for me. Like this person knows what is, what is best for me more than I'm going to know what's best. And Joe, you're married to who? Uh, so my high school sweetheart, you know, I graduated high school and joined the air force right away. So, uh, we were still married at the time. Well, thank you similar thing, like our, our relationship was falling apart. In fact, at the time when I met Lauren, um, my then wife and I didn't even live in the same state. Oh, wow. She lived in Nebraska. I lived in Alaska. Oh, that, that's yeah. healthy. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know. When I met now, him, I was like, your wife. Now, do you have any kids state? with her? No. Okay. Yeah, no so, so you guys now, were you guys all of a sudden, did you hook up? And like cheat on your alleged or no, we were, were, well, I got a divorce. I left my husband pretty early. Yeah. Like I, I left my husband and I actually dated other guys and Joe and I were friends. And so I was dating all these shit bags and like, I would go crying to Joe and be like, this guy did this. Oh, and that actually worked for you. (laughs) Wow. I didn't think that it was going to turn. A lot of guys, a lot of guys become that. Oh, you're friend zone. zone. That actually worked for all the guys listening. Don't get your hopes up. (laughs) Joe's one in a million. Oh, okay. Wow. I was going to. Say. It was it was similar to like I mentioned earlier, like Aurora just not having any idea that she was that deep into it. Um, Lauren and I got to be friends first, and like I, like of course I've always been like attracted to her and liked who she was, but I just I was just myself around her. I wasn't like the guy trying to hook up with her. I was just me, you know. And we got to be friends, and I never had to act a certain way or be like remember what fucking role I was playing. Well, Lauren's a great girl, but she's clearly kind of a head case. Uh, and, and you seem like a very stable guy. So I, I could see why this works. Yeah. You, can't, you can't have two stable people and you can't have two head cases. Yeah, One exactly. sort of like... Yeah. So, so your first fight, you, you fight 
Kaloya Wayland. Kaloya, yeah. Kaloya Wayland, uh-huh. right? So now you, it, it, you're trained four months. So you're ready for your first fight, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Uh, a world beater. Yes. <laughs> so you, you go in there. Uh, are you nervous? Are you scared? I are you sweating? Terrified. Yeah. And she had a pro fight. And I was like, to me, I thought she was like the shit. Like she was the fucking, you know, the Paige Van Zandt of Alaska or whatever. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. And so I was just so Is it in an igloo? Scared. It takes place in an igloo? It did, yeah. yeah. Actually, on an ice skating rink. We wore no. ice skates. No. <laughs> there was a penguin, was the ring girl. <laughs> so, um, so I mean, and now you knocked this girl out quickly. I, I was 17 seconds. Yeah. I just hit her as hard as I could. And she fell down. Like, I knocked her down. And I was so green that I was like, what is she doing down there? Like, I didn't even know what had happened. So I, I let her speak. You think she overdosed? Or? Yeah. I was like, shit, somebody call the medics. You got to drive <laughs> me home. I don't know how to handle this. You need to get an ambulance. <laughs> so, 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 all right. So, so you, you knock her down. 17 seconds. Fight's over. Is this the happiest moment of your life? Is this the only good thing that's happened so far <laughs> in your entire life? Oh, I had a couple <laughs> But, yeah, I was like, fuck. Like, this... I, Actually, to me, I was like, that. this fight doesn't count. Like, I was like, I just wanted to try it just to have something cool to tell my kids. But this 17 second is bullshit. Like, what? I was like, yeah, I was like, this doesn't count. I need to do another fight so that I can actually have some, like, time in the ring. Really? Yeah, because yeah. I just Here's was... the beginning of, like, a peek into how Lauren's mind works. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else would be like, whoa, fucking thank God. I mean, I, I kind of get that, though. Like, when I, when I wrestled in high school, if somebody t- took a shot, and I sprawled and got behind him. I didn't count it as a takedown because, like, <laughs> I only counted it if I got the double leg. Yeah, like, if you and, shoot, and, yeah. in some weird fucking way, that was like how I you mean, didn't initiate it. Yeah. Maybe, but that's obviously not. But it's kind of similar thinking. I don't mm-hmm. know why I would. I didn't count it if they took a bad shot. It is a takedown. Yeah, but. yeah, but I didn't have it. But yeah. okay, so now you have a fight. Uh, a couple months later, you fight Leslie Wright. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, are you are, are you more calm because you had a, your a fight? Yeah, I was a little more calm and like I concentrated on being calm. And I was I, again, I was super nervous. But like back then, like I said, I was just going to do one fight, like just to tell my kids and my grandkids and like have a cool story. And so this was like, I don't know, it was just for fun. Like yeah. I was just having a good time, you know. And, and even so, just early on, like nothing nothing phased her like you weren't supposed to fight leslie right yeah like that was like a last minute switch so i was supposed to fight somebody else and then ended up being her and like yeah she was like she weighed in at like 170 pounds 170 and 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 what do you weigh at that point at that point i probably weighed like 145 so. so then you then you fight Willow Bailey. Yeah. Uh, and it says you won by retirement. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like, don't know what that means, actually. But did, she never did fight again, so I guess... Did, did she not come out in the corner? Is that what happened? Yeah, the other ref stopped it mouth. between rounds. But that was like... She was she was like a serious opponent. Like, for her, I was really nervous. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I, I was a big underdog in that fight. I wasn't supposed to win. And then I beat her probably worse than I've ever beat anybody in my entire life. Like, I just beat the hell. Now, is your mom coming to these fights? My mom didn't come. My sister did. But my mom always, like, really supported me. And your sister, you, you guys are close? You and your yeah, sister? Yeah, we're pretty close, yeah. Now, are people actually, like... Uh, now are you starting to become, like... Is there a buzz about you? Are people, kind of yeah. after that fight in Alaska, because there's, like, you know, fucking... You know, five fighters. Do people know? Do people know you? People see you and go, wait. That's the girl that sold me drugs. Uh, like, <laughs> dude, in Alaska, sometimes like people would come to the fights, and it would be like somebody that I got high with, and I'd be like, hey, <laughs> look what I'm doing now, and they would always be like 
Holy They'd be shit. like, holy shit, what are you, do? like, this is crazy, I can't believe it, kick-ass girl, you know? Oh. Or like, I'll be, they'd be like, I just got out of jail. I'd be like, that's awesome, I'm going to go fight, you know? <laughs> so, Would they like ready to after parties at five in the morning in some seedy hole or something? Like, hey, after after party at uh, uh, the, the park or so, underneath yeah. the bus or something? Seriously, yeah. Like, yeah. people that, I had two people that I was in rehab with see me on The Ultimate Fighter. And they like hit me up on Facebook and they're like, hey, I just saw you on the Ultimate That's got to feel amazing. Crazy to see you're doing so good. Yeah. That's, that's got to really feel And good. I'm always like, dude, it's crazy to see you. Like you're not dead. Because a lot of people that I was in rehab with are dead now. And so like to to even see somebody that's still fucking alive and not in prison is, um, to me, is like a big. Now at this point, are you and Joe together? I don't think we were not, yet. I think we were yet, just, fr- we were just hanging around. Just hanging out, but was there, a tra- was there a sparks? I loved Joe from like basically the day I met him. Yeah. Right. So you, you were attracted to Joe. <laughs> yeah. You kind of fantasized. You were going home and yeah, masturbating look, to Joe. Yeah, or, yeah but look at really? him. Like, he's a fu- yeah. He's, he's, a good, he's a good looking guy. He's I, a good, I hate to, he's I hate to say dude, it. He's a good dude and he's clean yeah. cut. And so I was like, I was kind of, you know, I had some fucking problems. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, there's no way a dude like that is going to want to be with a girl like me. Like, I'm a fucking wreck. You're a very beautiful woman. and Whatever. And like, and like, and like, I know the boobs came later, right? The boobs the, did come later. About okay. A year after I started fighting, I got my tits. So you have, the, so now you have the boobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now Joe, when she gets the boobs, is there a different deal? She uh, had the boobs when I met her. Oh, okay. Okay. So they were nice. always, so yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Good. One time this guy came in and me and Joe were kind of dating at this point when this guy came in and he like, Oh yeah, it was a guy I worked with. <laughs> he talked to Joe in the locker room and he's like, man, I was rolling with Lauren and like her boobs were all on me. And we were sweating. We were rolling together. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, he was like going to whoop that <laughs> really? guy's ass in the lock. Yeah, because it was like his first day in jiu-jitsu. It's kind of weird for him. Probably his last day, too. He, <laughs> he, he's like, fuck this. Boxing. I'm going to boxing. Yeah. He was so weird about it. And then, like, yeah, he made the mistake of telling Joe. And Joe just had this look on his face, like, I'm going to fucking whoop your ass. And so he stopped talking. Figured and it out. Now, came back. Now you're still at the Alaska fight team, right? Mm-hmm, now, yeah. now the guys, now you're like the pride. You went from, like, walking in as a homeless person but yeah, now you're right. now, now yeah. you're the pride of the team yeah and so, so like I, I got divorced I left my husband um, who was really he was super non-supportive of MMA he was like I can't believe you're doing this this is super weird you are violent the Christian are, guy yeah, yeah the yeah. Christian guy but the, but the like, baby daddy's probably happy right for the you the baby daddy was like whoa <laughs> he was like I'm glad you didn't know how to do this shit like when we were because we would physically fight sometimes Ooh. but I didn't know like I didn't know how to fight so he's always kind of made a joke so he would like, beat you up no, but like we would get into shoving matches or fucking like uh, throw like shit I, each other yeah like throw shit like I slapped him a couple times and he like he would grab me. We never like got into fist fights, fist fights, but there was some physical altercations that were. Oh, it sounds like you were you were in a, a, a great place. Yeah. So, so, now, so now you're fighting Caitlin Young uh, in Invicta. No, you actually Jennifer Scott, the LF, yeah. LFC Championship Legacy. This is actually Legacy. this is this is big. Shout out to McMaynard. This is this is like on TV. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, and you win in another round, or one round by elbows. You just fuck yeah. this chick up. Yeah. Now at this point, are you? Th- thinking that you're the best in the world yeah well at this point i I talked to my coach and i i said like do you think i could go somewhere with this and he immediately was like yes and i was like okay well then let's do it like let's just jump in with both feet and try and and fucking fight for a living like let's see if we can make this and i was actually already signed to invicta when i fought in legacy and invicta granted me like permission to go fight in legacy and then they immediately hooked me up with that caitlin young fight right afterward so if you look at lauren's kind of timeline there on the fights that that's the biggest gap that she's had from her last fight in alaska which yeah two years right yeah so a lot happened in that two years um 
first of all, our team, our, our that little team in great, you know, Gracie Baja, Alaska, it like kind of took off, man. We had a really great coach, a guy named Pat Applegate, who uh, just changed a whole lot of lives, man. Kind of brought us all together. Changed really, my life really for knew sure. what he was doing, and um, like that little team had. Lauren Murphy, UFC, Jared Cannoneers in the UFC, Andy Enns who made it to the UFC. I was on that team, just a bunch of mm-hmm. guys who went on to do really wow. good things. Wow. Yeah. Really now, did you guys have any wrestling there? Actually, Alaska has quite a yeah. quite a bit of grappling. Like, there's several black belts that live up there, and then it has a pretty good wrestling mm-hmm. base. Like, there's a good wrestling community. Wow. Yeah. I didn't wrestle, but, and, like, like, other Andy people have. Andy was a pretty good wrestler there <laughs> yeah. in Alaska. And, like, I grew up in Michigan, and I wrestled most of my life at that point. So wrestling was my background. There was another kid that was, like, Alaskan wrestling, and then I think he was in Legacy or something. And then, like, he was on a podcast, and the other guy was just shitting on him left and right. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's like, ooh, Alaskan wrestling. That's yeah, so good. <laughs> Chili Willy or something. He was saying some, some crazy <laughs> shit. About, awesome. I forgot who it was, though. And the guy actually won. The kid won. The oh, Alaskan nice. kid won. Good deal. So, so then you go to Invicta. Uh, Caitlin Young, who's had like a hundred fights. Yeah, and she was like my idol. Like I, I mean, like I, I just was like, this is crazy. Like I, I felt the same way about Caitlin Young as I felt like right before we fought Barb. I was like, this is so cool. And like, you, but did you not want to fight her because of that? No, I wanted to fight Caitlin. Yeah, and I like I wanted to fight Barb too, but like with Caitlin, I was like, this is to me, it was such a big step up, and it was just like a. We're gonna see how far we can take this now. Like maybe I could beat her, you know. Yeah, and, and you did. You beat Caitlin Young. You, then you go out and beat Sarah Sarah Diallo, who's been a, around. She's yeah. beating some good girls. That girl. And she was. She was top ten at the she time. She was ranked in the top ten at the time. Uh, and you beat her. Yeah. I mean, and now, I mean, now, now you're clean and sober. Do you have any money on you or no? Because you'll make. No, I mean, you're making at least three hundred dollars per fight for these yeah. fights. <laughs> yeah, we were making money, but all that you know, any fighter will tell you, like you, when you're coming up, you're making that money. It's just going to pay off your fight camps and rent. So, usually. and I with Joe. Yep. Are you guys married yet or no? We weren't married, Not but yet. and we Actually, didn't leave that fight. Yeah. Sarah Delelio. Joe proposed to me after that fight wow. at, the at the press conference. If you would have lost, would you have proposed? I don't know. I asked him <laughs> I that know. too. I was like, what if I lost? He'd go, oh, I probably would have waited. Yeah. Okay, so, wow. Okay, so yeah. you proposed her there. You're happy as hell. You guys are already living together at that point? Yeah. We did live together. We had moved to Florida. We moved yeah. out of Alaska. So again, in that big two-year gap, like I said, lots of stuff happened, man. She did a season of Wildland Firefighter. Oh, yeah, I was a Wildland Firefighter is, for a while. That what, the, can, what the fuck is a... You, <laughs> you could do an entire another podcast on What's that. a Wildland Firefighter? Like a... In well, in every state, really, but like forest fires, when they start, they have to have special crews that go out and fight them. It's not the same as a city firefighter that does like structural structural fires. Um, and so I did Wildland, which is like we would go put out forest fires. Jesus, oh, yeah. So we I, camped all summer. We sl- like I slept out under the stars. I was on a crew with twenty men. Were you with her doing this? No, but, not no. With her. I'm in the military, man. I'm still active duty. You're, you're in the mil- Oh, where were you stationed? In Alaska. That's where we met. And so, yeah. So he was stationed in Alaska. Well, where are you from originally? Michigan. Ah, I thought you grew up in Alaska. Nope. I grew up in Michigan. Um, I was stationed in Virginia for a few years before Alaska. And then uh, that's where So you're in Alaska. You're fighting fires. Wait, wait, kids still have mom? Uh, Max was with his dad at this point. Max lived with his dad. Uh, was that good? Is, he da- is uh, his dad sober at this point? His dad is sober, but he just, um, he's kind of an asshole. And so I think it wasn't, it was okay for Max to live there. I think like it made him kind of tough, you know? But why would, but, but here you are, you're one of the, you're getting there. You're now probably top 20 in the world. Why all of a sudden you're like, I want to be a firefighter? No, I was in debt. Like, uh, so when I was drinking, I got a DUI and like, uh, I fucking, I ended up beating the charge, but, um, like I, 
I had gone to jail for a while, and that's expensive. Going to jail fucking costs a lot of money. How long were you in jail for? A couple days. So. <laughs> and how much did that cost you for a couple days in jail? A couple grand, but like you have to pay for the jail time. I got my car impounded. I had to pay court fines. My car was impounded for like fucking four months. And you're six and oh, and this is just happening? <laughs> she was, I think... Four and, I oh, think I was yeah, four and oh. Three. Four and oh, and you got a DUI yeah. in Alaska? So when I fought my fourth pro fight... Yes, I was like, Julia. <laughs> yeah, Julia she's, Griffin. She's won two professional titles at this point. Yeah, I was riding my bike to the gym because I didn't have a license because I had gotten <sighs> a fucking DUI. So I got I, you couldn't get out of it. You couldn't flash your new boobs or anything. Nothing? No, I, no. So I was going 107 miles an hour. 107. I was going 107 miles an hour at two o'clock in the morning, and I was completely drunk. drunk. Yeah, drunk. And, and, you're, yeah. and you were baked. You said or blacked out. Uh, blacked out. And so like I, the first oh. thing. Like, yeah, dude. And so this is why this is really why my nickname is Lucky because I flew past this cop. He pulls me over. He's like, "You're drunk." I'm like, "No, I'm not." He's like, "Yes, you are. Get out of the car." And then he tried to give me a breathalyzer, and I said, "Nope, I'm not taking that." So like, I wouldn't do the breathalyzer. Well, that's another charge if you refuse a breathalyzer. So they took me to jail, and I pled not guilty to the um, DUI, and. Uh, because I didn't take a breathalyzer, they had no proof. Like, for whatever reason, the cop didn't give me a field sobriety test. Yeah. So, literally, it was like, she's drunk, and I was now like, was no, it, I'm is not. It was it cold in Alaska? Was it like. Very cold, and there's a lot of fucking weird people in jail. And in is Alaska. there black ice on the on the Are you going 107 on black ice? No, it was your birthday. So it was oh, yeah, it was in the summer. When oh, I got my the, God. When I got it. So, anyway, I spent some. I did, a, you know, whatever, three or four days. Is anybody trying to fight you in jail? Yeah, the guards actually, like, one of the guards was a boxing coach, and he knew who I was. And so he had told, like, the other guards, and they thought it was hysterical. They were like, oh, extra leg chains for this one. And, like, I didn't want to tell anybody because we went from the jail up to the women's prison, so I spent some time in the the women's prison, where, by the way, I had gone there volunteering to lead AA meetings for a long time when I was younger, and then I was fucking in there with the people Uh, that I was like, yeah. On she's a DUI charge. Like, she's the AFC champion, like the local. Yeah. Like the local promotion. Now, did this make the papers and stuff? Yeah, I was in the paper for the DUI, but not like, it wasn't like, oh, AFC champion gets a DUI. It was just like this psycho girl was going fucking 100 Did anyone try to fight you in jail? No, luckily, but. No one's ever tried to fight Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, luckily, no, but like I did try to keep it quiet. And you're with her at this time? No. I think we were just kind of starting. To We were like interested. Like we, were, we were flirting pretty hard. And there are no red flags at this point to you? <laughs> like, like. Listen, that was, that's another huge like uh, kind of start, I guess, to our relationship. Because that night, like the night she got the DUI was her birthday party. And like she invited me and I was like, oh, this is cool. I got invited to her birthday party. And she got fucking hammered. And she was like, hey, can you give me a ride home? And I was like, well, maybe you can just crash at my place. But I was still married. Like unhappily, but I was still married. Right. So like. I w- we literally like drove to my apartment and I was like, I, it's not cool. Like, I can't let you stay at my apartment. Your wife I don't was remember there. any of this. Right. By well, your wife was there or she was no. not there? She she was oh, you could have let her stay. I know, but you like fucking idiot. I'm struggling with <laughs> He feels so guilty. And like, so I don't I remember took, any of this. I took her to her house. Like, I'm like, all right, I, I'm going to have to take you home. Well, you're the guiltiest co- exactly. conscious ever. Right? Look at this. Good, good for you, man. That's <laughs> that's, that's a home. good guy, but she gets Jesus. A cab back to but she's also drunk. I mean, you gotta. Th- oh. Yeah, and like I don't remember any of that. I don't remember calling the cab. I don't remember going to his house. I don't remember anything until that cop pulled me over, which is crazy. Like I, I mean, that's but that's the kind of drunk I am. So that all happened, and then miraculously, not only did I like beat every charge, like my record is clean, despite all that. 
Because <laughs> the cops- also sh- hey, guys, if you want, if you want to <laughs> break the law, Alaska is the place yeah, to do it. Right. <laughs> that and then like like my car got impounded and like somebody fucked something up in the computer at the car impound place, so they ended up like not charging me what they should have charged huh. me. That's like, good. It was just all. So you're like, I'm gonna go fight fire. I was like, I'm the luckiest person ever. Yeah. That's literally like why my name is Lucky Lauren Murphy because okay. that all worked out and so it should not have. We're also still missing a pretty like significant chunk to the Lauren What, did you, you give birth to twins? <laughs> yeah. I actually ran away with the circus. So through, through all of this, she decided to give the college thing a second try. Oh, yeah. I went to nursing school. I was, like, in nursing school. and like, But you're a pro fighter. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, so, like, I'm going to, like, I'm going to, how did nursing school go? She um, was kicking ass. Yeah, I fucking got a scholarship. Like, my grades were so good that I got a scholarship to nursing school. Like, I had great grades. I literally so what happened? had a full ride. I DUI. went to jail. Oh, when, DUI. And when I was in jail, I couldn't go to my clinicals. And if you know, call, no show to your clinicals, they kick you out. And I was in jail, and I couldn't make a couldn't phone call. Couldn't use your one phone call. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to call wow. So they kicked me out of nursing school. I like went to jail. I lost my car. Like I lost everything. My son. That's when my son moved back in with his dad. Like I had custody of my son, and like he went to go live with his dad after that because I was like, I need help. Like I'm a fucking wreck. I, can't I, I once took home this nurse, and I was like. I was like, hey, want to smoke some weed? She's like, oh, I can't. I get tested. And then whoops out a line of coke. I was, I was like, I was like, <laughs> she's like, I can't do that weed though. That's doing drugs. Yeah, I was like, really? Do, do you skip foreplay and go to anal? Like this is this is the strangest fucking code of ethics. Okay, so now you join the fire department. Yeah, so like I, I, I applied to work on this fire crew, and it's like really hard work. They, the PT for it is just fucking insane. You have to carry these like sixty pound bags. You're going for like ten mile runs. Like it's it's more work than I've ever done. And at first they did not hire me. The girl that they did hire though was too small to carry the packs, and so they had to fire her. And then they called me, and so I got on like a late replacement. And if you work on a fire crew, you make, I don't know how much money, not much more than minimum wage, but you work so many hours that you get so much overtime. And, and so you, you can make thirty to $50,000 in a summer. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so that's like what I was trying to do. <laughs> like, make did all it work? This money. It did. Yeah, it worked. I did the whole season. And then at the end of that summer, Joe got stationed in Florida and I had enough money to like pay off all my debt and, and leave. Not, not, did, did, how many fires did you actually put away? And, the, and how many did you start? That summer, you guys went to Idaho. You went to Nevada. You went to California, California. Alaska, um, Iowa. How how was it? Was it insane? It was insane. It was it was the hardest thing I've ever done. One day, so I always tell this story. Like one day, they we had really hard PT sessions. Every morning, you fucking go and you got to run some ridiculous fucking amount and carry a bunch of shit and do a bunch of pull ups and push ups. And by the way, at this point, I'm I'm active duty military more than a decade. And I'm yeah. like, uh, this is fucking harder than anything I've ever done. <laughs> wow. So, the shit you're coming home and telling me about? Yeah. So I, I woke up one day and I had food poisoning. Like, I, I don't know from what I ate something bad. And I woke up, it was like five in the morning, and I'm just fucking throwing up everywhere. Well, I had to go to work. I had to go to the fire crew. And so, like, I show up, report for duty, and I'm like, hey, I'm really sick today. Did you take a dump on the fire? And then all no, the diarrhea? Just my <laughs> chief, though, was like, well get in line we're gonna do some pt and i was like throwing up sick and so we did a 10 mile indian run that day what's an indian run it's where you have 20 guys in a line and the guy 
last in line sprint. Oh, I, I would do soccer. I yeah. hate those. Well, everybody's jogging. Is that how so. Indians really ran, by the way? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's David. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't realize David was half it. Well, he's full Indian, but his mom's Indian and his dad was white. Oh. I didn't know that. David, yeah. I guarantee David ain't running like that. He's such a he's such a nice guy, David. <laughs> I love David. Uh, David and Emmy are my like some of my favorite people. Her many horses. Her many horses. I, I, I asked her, I'm like, do you call her horses? He's like, don't you dare call her horses. So, so, so <laughs> flip. First met him, that's what I said, too. I was like, so, hey, David, so what's up with uh, the her many horses thing? Like on yeah. Facebook or whatever. He's like, you mean her last name? <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. They were they were Native Americans on uh, uh at the show last night. I guess a lot of them in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like uh I was like anybody here whatever like um like it in the I'm like you know talk about coming and the girl was like I swallow I'm like oh is your name one who swallows and, and then the, and then the gay guy was like no that's me and I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. so all right so now you fight Miriam Nakamoto I think I remember this fight you win but people were booing right people were yeah. mad they're mad at you I know which is weird because I I don't I don't know what like, did you do fucking nothing I don't know like I, I, yeah I lost the first two rounds of that fight and then the third round I won and she came out in the fourth round and she had like she blew her knee out in the third round and so when she came out in the fourth she like kind of just sat down and she like blew her knee out as a result of Lauren's takedown yeah 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 I know and people were mad at you and I'm like I, I never understand fans like that. Like, like what, what do you want me to do? Did you want me to just like give her the belt or like? But that girl was a legend in Muay Thai. Yeah, I mean, she was sixteen and zero in Muay Thai. She was and blah she blah blah. Lost a fight in her life never, anymore. never lost a fight in her life. Yeah. Are you nervous at all? Fuck yes. <laughs> you are. Yeah, dude, I was way nervous. Even though you fought fires and addiction mm-hmm. and drugs and everything else, do you still get nervous to fight this person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. you, you, you have issues. Yeah. <laughs> Simple Contacts is a convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your brand of contacts from anywhere in minutes. It's vision care, simplified. Here's how it works. Need to renew your prescription? Take a five minute vision test from your phone or computer. It's reviewed by a licensed doctor. You receive a renewed one year prescription and reorder your contacts. It's that easy. Have an unexpired RX? Just upload a photo of your doctor's information and order your lenses. They offer convenience. You could renew your prescription and reorder your brand of contacts from anywhere in minutes. No more doctor's offices or waiting rooms. They offer speed. The vision test is self-guided and takes less than five minutes. Think of how much time you save compared to making an appointment, getting to the eye doctor, taking time off, etc. Reliability is designed by doctors and licensed ophthalmologists to review every test carefully to make sure your eyes look healthy and that your vision hasn't changed. And choice. Simple Contacts offers all the brands of lenses you're familiar with, including options for astigmatism, multifocal lenses, colored contacts, and more. As well as support. Simple Contacts customer support ensures every customer is 100% satisfied. You get text updates, on your order, and you can ask questions or reorder via text anytime. And savings. The vision test is only $20. Compare that to an annual appointment, which without insurance could cost you over $200. The contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, we're offering a promotion to our listeners. That's right, you guys, MMA Roasted listeners. Yes, 
you uh, all you got to do is uh, voice a $30 offer with promo code MYCODE. Just go to simplecontacts.com slash MYCODE or enter MYCODE at checkout. That's simplecontacts.com forward slash MYCODE or enter MYCODE at checkout. Check out this stuff. Unique contact lenses. This is the place to go. Oh, and by the way, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. You got to get that as well. So, check it out, simplecontacts.com. So now the UFC calls, right? Uh, yeah, after that, and fought Sarah McMahon. And like, fuck, talk about being nervous. I was like, out of my mind. Yeah, and this was another big scared. change also. So like, literally the entire time that we lived in Florida, so we go from Alaska to Florida, right? Just thinking general state. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be so many places to drain when we get down there. There's going to be huge MMA schools. There is fucking nothing. We're in Florida. Panama City. We're Ooh. in northern Florida. So yeah. we're basically, basically in Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. So we get there and there's nothing. It's like a vacation. So you, you went into that fight with Sarah with no training? No. I, I would go to Houston to train. With the Black Beast? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did meet him, yeah. I did meet him while, while I was out there, but our coach from Alaska had moved to Houston. And what team were you at at this point? Uh, Gracie Baja Katie, is there, which is where Sage Northcutt trained. So it was you and Sage? Me and Sage did train a couple times together, but at that point, like he was, I think he was going to school or he something. He was four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was really tiny. And you breastfed him. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't allowed to talk to him before because she's done the drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Like, hey, Mrs. Lauren. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, so I, I went to Gracie Baja Katie and I would train there and I would live out in Houston and like rent a, I rented a room from somebody. I slept on the floor. Is there any pro fighters in this camp? No. No. Ah, oh, God. Like, it was still a really good camp though because like uh, just the guys were all really nice and like. Yeah, but it was you're fighting nice. a fucking. Olympic bronze silver medalist <laughs> well, in wrestling. This we went was to all the, the Invicta fights. Yeah, so for all my Invicta fights, I trained yeah. in Houston. Houston. Houston, okay. But so now, when, okay, so you get the call. Oh, now you're fighting a Muay Thai god and, and, you're, <laughs> yeah. and you're training with, you know, Steve from yeah, fucking Houston. Exactly. And, and Steve from Houston's fucking badass. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's great. <laughs> so now you, go, now you get the call for the UFC. Mm-hmm. That's when we made the move. And that's when we moved to Arizona. Arizona. Joe got out of the military and we were like, okay, we can go anywhere in the U.S., I'm going to be in the UFC. Like, where do we want Any to money saved up? Joe has money. Joe yeah. had money. <laughs> Joe has some money. That's the, that's the recurring theme. Now, now, <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now, with Lauren, now Lauren's got to be, I mean, she's obviously, she's got to be amazing in bed, right? Because she, she's, she's got so many problems. Like, we now, have a lot of daddy yeah. issues we've yes, been working I mean, it's, I mean, it, so you're just like, a, you seem like a pretty normal guy. I mean, sure you, 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 you're a fighter, you have some problems, but, yeah. but, with, but, with, but with her. In comparison, I, I have zero issues. Yeah, you have zero problems. <laughs> but you're in love. Dude, yeah. sometimes me and Joe will just be trying to have a normal conversation and it's like black talking to white like we just and it's not like mean we don't argue but he just cannot see what I'm talking about and I cannot understand how he's so fucking normal yeah like he can't understand opposite the track yeah yeah Yeah, you're like you're like oh a needle for sewing or for my arm (laughs) (laughs) or like when people do drugs like if we're watching a movie where somebody's doing drugs our reactions to that are so completely Uh, different if I see a needle I I cringe yeah I'm like oh look at this guy fucking up his life and she's like oh he feels so good 
good, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> or I'll be like, I'll be like, this fucking idiot's leaving his drugs with this other guy. Uh, He's gonna do all his drugs. And Joe's, good. It's gone. Yeah, Joe's like, no, nah, they're friends. I'm like, nah, nobody's <laughs> friends when you're doing drugs. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have a very close family member. One of my siblings is, has a, that kind of issues, and I, I, I'm, I, I'm gonna tell her. Or well, I just well to listen to this. Uh, so uh, so now so now you fight Sarah, and that was a very close fight. Uh, in fact, when I watched it, I, I thought you were gonna get the decision. Thanks. Um, now now that that fight that has to be a huge confidence booster for you. No, it really it destroyed my confidence. Actually, like I I spent probably my first two years at the lab, like just really getting beat up and like I my confidence was kind of in the toilet I felt like I was no good I thought like I was never good you know and it was hard for me to move to the lab because like you saw on Saturday everybody there's so fucking good everybody's in great shape they're all doing fucking awesome shit all the time and like guys you've never heard of the amateurs on that team but, like, are amazing yeah yeah and so I showed up to the lab I mean, look, I was 8-0. I had six finishes. I was signed to the UFC. I had been ranked in the top 10. I was the Invicta champion. Like, I had all these accolades, and I showed up, and I got the shit kicked out of me every fucking day. And by, by the guys? By the guys. Jocelyn, too. Like, Jocelyn was on that team, and, like, I was a little better on the ground, and I could wrestle, and her stand-up was way better than mine. And so, like, we would have these rounds, like, standing, she would always beat me, and then, like, on the ground, I could usually get her. But still, it's like... Now, how are you and Crouch getting along? Do you guys click right away? Uh, yeah, I liked Crouch right away, and we got along really well. I mean, we've had our ups and downs, but we've been together four years now. He so has, like, a like, father figure. Like, I, yeah. I remember, you guys even watching yesterday, there was a somebody that was uh, very new to the game, it was a, a couple low, and it was, he was, like, he was tired, and Crouch was like, this is what you got to get used to. This is it. This is, the, like, now is the first day of the rest. And I'm like, wow, this is a good coach. This is a very motivated. This is a guy who I would want to have as a coach. You know, I, I, I like his style, and I just, he has, like, a very nurturing, yet he, t- he doesn't bullshit you. Right. Yeah, you know, and I, for me, like, like we're joking about daddy issues, but, like, I do have, like, some daddy <laughs> issues, and Crouch is, like, an older dude that I can look to kind of as a father figure, you know, and so. Does he know you, any of your story at all? Does he mm-hmm, look into yeah, you? I mean, but, I mean, when you came there, or was he just, like, who's this Yeah, girl? when I came there, like, he kind of knew who I was. I think he was surprised because he thought I would be better, yeah. you know, and so he was like, wow, like, you have some things you need to work on, and then as we got to know each other, um, he kind of heard more and more of my story, I think. And like, we've, you know, we've become friends. I'm really good friends with his wife. And But you lose, but I don't understand like that fight with Sarah McMahon, who uh, Sarah at that point, I think had already fought Ronda Rousey yeah, that was yeah. her only uh, and was, was such a good fighter. And you come so close to beating her, if not beat her, yeah. I, you were disappointed. I was Here, here's like, the thing that like nobody really realizes, Adam, is that that loss in the UFC is the first loss that Lauren's experienced. Like ever. Oh, so the right. She never even played fucking high school basketball, man, or like been on. Yeah, the or like, even Duck Duck Goose or something. Yeah. So okay, so then you go against Kermouche, right? Yeah. And I now, was like excited for that fight. I was like, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna be in the top ten. Like this is it. Like I'm. Here. Now I thought you won that fight. Yeah. I, 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 I did too. Now, UB. but Kermouche, I mean, you look at Kermouche, and. I feel like a fucking the biggest pussy in the world when I see that girl. I'm just like, now when you lock up with her, do you notice like I am with a very very a stronger person? Is it intimidating? Do you feel like you're being big brothered? Not till the end, because I felt like the whole fight when we would get in the clinch, I felt like I was winning, and so I was like, fucking, this is surprising. Like, didn't think this was gonna happen, and then every time like we went to the ground a couple times, and I was usually on top. 
in the third round at the very end, I shot for like kind of a shitty takedown and I grabbed her leg and it was trying to move. I was felt like I was trying to move a tree trunk. Yeah. I was like, her leg is not fucking moving. Oh shit. And then, uh, she ended up getting on top and it was like, it felt like a brick was on top of me, but that was, it was like the last minute of the fight. And it was the only time in the fight I felt like I lost, but that's, you know, that's the way it goes. Carmouche is a beast and she's gotten better. I think yeah. since then, so. then you go up against Kelly Fashals. Yeah. And that fight, it seemed like all the anger and rage. <laughs> every daddy issue. Every daddy <laughs> issue. Every failed marriage you've had so far. All one of them, yeah. Everything was, I mean, you beat the shit out of that girl, especially with elbows. Well, I was like, I was like, after that the Carmouche fight. That was supposed to be fight, Morris. That was supposed to be Sarah Morris. Sarah Morris, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kelly came in as like a last minute replacement. But I just remember thinking, like, man, the fight with Sarah, I didn't think it was very good. The fight with Carmouche was horrible. It was horribly boring. And, like, I'm never going to have another fight like that. No matter what happens, we are having a good goddamn fight, you know? And so that was really the only thing on my mind. And I think that's why it turned out so good is because I was like, no matter what, it's not going to be boring. And it turned out to be a really exciting fight. felt good to get the win. Like, I was still kind of disappointed, though. Like, I don't know. She took the fight on really short notice. Whatever. Lauren, you got it. You got it. One day, you know, like, like I, you know, I've had an acting coach. You say, leave yourself alone. That's what she used to always tell me. <laughs> Quit beating yourself up. Start cheering yourself on. You know, like, I think you could uh, uh, benefit yeah, from that. Give me that guy's number. <laughs> uh, and then you fight Caitlin. Yeah. Uh, now, Caitlin... I thought you were gonna. I'm like, oh, Caitlin's in trouble. Who is this girl? Right, that's what I thought too. But then I, I, I was like, I started looking into her, and I'm like, oh shit, she's this karate champion. Yeah, like, I didn't know that she had like she had like 30 amateur boxing fights or something. I didn't know that going in. Like uh, her footwork is super good. I didn't know that. Like I just thought like, okay, like here's this new girl. Let's do yeah, this. We just kind of looked her up. Thought she looked a little soft and like. Yeah, but, like we'd seen a couple of her fights, and we I was I was really surprised by that by by her speed. Yeah. Yeah, and I think really that, and that's what gave you a little issues, right? Yeah, yeah her speed. And her technique. She's very just, elusive. Yeah, she's good at like stick and move, stick and move. And I just could not, I couldn't get my hands on her. I couldn't. Yeah. Now, are you getting better at dealing with losses after that? Are you are you not killing yourself, or are you are you are you, are you still? <laughs> we got the, we got the yeah. Um, I tried. That one was hard. I actually started seeing a sports psychologist, and like that's helped a lot, I think. And then just having more time in the sport and being accustomed to being an athlete more and dealing with wins and losses without it being so high and so low. Like Sarah McMahon is actually a really good person to look up to for that oh kind she's of the stuff. best yeah she's so sweet so, too like however our fight went like i really look up to sarah quite a bit and when i follow her on instagram or like see when she posts stuff like i i fucking pay attention to what she's saying she's because got one crazy story too she's got a oh, crazy God. story yeah she's been through a lot and the way she competes and her mindset about competing and she's got a kid so she's a single mom and mm-hmm. uh now although she's got a great boyfriend now i met him he's, yeah. he's such a nice guy now i always tell the ask the girls like after the guys lose to their, their wives do they like lie him down and give him blowjobs? And now, is that what happens here, Joe? Do you, do, Man, do, you, I'll do anything I can to put a smile on her face. Oh, good. That's that's a good guy right there. Oh, good. So. Nice. That's a that's a very good husband right there. So now you go on the Ultimate Fighter, right? And uh, the Ultimate Fighter for you, I I, I gotta think is a hard experience because yeah. you're such a nice and personable and kind person and a good person and competitive. And you know, you go out there and I, I'm like, okay. You and Eddie are gonna click. I, I know Eddie Alvarez. I, I, I he's a Philly guy. He's a he's a he's a tough dude. I'm like, oh, there's no there's no way that he's gonna love you. Why wouldn't you? Who wouldn't love you? But then the loss happens, right? You you lose a fight that I think you should have won. That like you think you should. I thought you should have won the judges, but that 
nine out of ten times you fight that girl, I think you get the win. Right. Um, but, you know, that girl's tough, and I think that it must have been hard for you being the only one with the UFC experience, yeah. being in a house. For sure. You know. Super embarrassing. Like, I, I was really embarrassed. I was like, I don't, you know, and I don't know. Eddie and I, it's not really that we just kind of have opposing personalities, I think. And in that environment, like if we were in a different environment, Eddie and I would probably get along fine where we could maybe get away from each other or we're not so dependent on one another. Yeah. Like I'm depending on Eddie to fucking be my coach, which for me is a big role in my life, probably because I have daddy issues, you know? Right. And then like for him, like he's depending on his fighter. Maybe that should be your nickname, daddy issues. <laughs> Lauren, yeah, it's actually been brought up. So. I, I think I think that I think daddy issues would be hilarious. I think, honestly, if you go out next fight as Lauren, daddy, daddy issues, issues Murphy. I guarantee people would be like, you You would be a lot more, po- I hate, hate to say it, yeah. but I, I expecting a whole lot more stripper pictures I, yeah. I, oh I swear God, to God no. you should do that I'm gonna need some more strippers but you'd have a lot more you'd have a lot more fans I, I honestly think Daddy Issues should be your what name what if I was Barb Daddy Issues maybe that's, I think that's too inside I'm telling you Lauren Daddy Issues so, so then you lose and I, and I I agreed with you I'm like listen Eddie Alvarez give the girl a fucking break she just went on national television she lost a fight and, and, and it's not like she's got a fight coming up the next right. day like, and that's really like where it kind of came to a head because I think we were a little annoyed with each other before that and then when I lost and I didn't come in the next morning um, he like kind of blew up I knew he kind of blew up and then it just caused so much tension with me with the rest of the girls on the team especially with me and him and like I'm a I'm a person I'm a I'm an emotional person for one thing but secondly like if I'm pissed, you know. If I'm happy, you know. If like anything that I'm feeling, fucking everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. No, I was totally with you on that. I wasn't with you on uh, not getting off the tr- the uh, the bike when that girl had to uh, lose <laughs> weight. For- yeah, yeah. At the same time, I mean, she, she did have an hour, and that was her bike. That no, was wasn't. I, okay, <laughs> it wasn't that, her bike. That's the only one where I'm like, <laughs> y- you know what? I can. But you know what? I lived in a house before with 15 comics on Last Comic Standing. Oh, yeah. And I know that when you're... It was the longest I went without doing comedy because I'm in the house 30 days yeah. with the most annoying fucking people in the world <laughs> and camera crews and producers and everyone telling you this and that and taking yeah. sound bites and wondering what they're going to use and what they're not going to use and how they're going to manipulate exactly. it. Exactly. So, yeah. And all of a sudden, you, you start getting in your head and you start saying things that you wouldn't fucking say. And, and I understand... Like it's it's insane. Yeah, and and, a girl, and like you who've been in rehab for two fucking years, it probably brings you back to there in some. <laughs> it did bizarre. in some ways. I was like, I feel like I'm back in rehab because it is like actually pretty similar. So, but. so uh, but I was like, I was like hoping that the girl wouldn't make weight and that you. That's but but I, I even took to my wife and like uh, Lawrence got out of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like kind of bad, but like when it was happening, I was like, I don't think she's gonna make weight. And then she did miss, and I talked to, um, oh, what's that coach's name? The Trevor. Trevor. Trevor Whitman was there. And I was like, I don't know. I kind of want to get on the bike, but, like, I'm afraid. Like, what if she comes back in? And Trevor Whitman was like, uh, do you want a chance at the belt? And I was like, well, yeah. And he was like, do you think that if, like, she wins, is she going to send you a fucking, like, house payment? Like for thanking you. They for should have put that on. on the, if they would have put that on TV, then one thousand percent everyone would have been like. Everybody would have been on my side. I was yeah, like, Fuck, yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. And the cameras are there filming this, yeah. but they don't put it on TV. So they should have put that. On I TV. was like, I was like, no, she's not gonna fucking send me a house payment. He was like, look, this is a competition. She missed weight. If you want to get back in, like, if you want back in the competition, you need to not give a fuck what anybody thinks and get on that fucking bike. And it wasn't like. 
completely unfeasible either. It's not like Lauren was sitting. She for, missed like, weight again. Over. She missed weight for the finals. And yeah. Yeah. Lauren didn't have far to go. Like, I only had like a pound. I think I had two pounds to cut. Right. No, so, I could I could totally see it. I and was like, I, all right. Yeah, I could, you I could, know. And right. I, knew, I knew what it would be like. I knew it was going to look bad. I knew that people were going to hate it. I was like, this is going to fucking like ruin my whole image or whatever. But... Like, what if, at that time, I didn't know if she was going to make weight. I was like, what if she misses? No, I, I, I get yeah. it. And, <laughs> so, look, it's, and, and you're competitive, and it's all good. And, and, so, like, uh, and, and also, the other you know, thing they didn't show, and I love this, that they didn't show this, is that Sajara, yeah, she fucking missed weight. How did I know she was going to miss weight? I knew because she would go to bed every night, and she would get a... Uh, cup with peanut butter and she would put chocolate chips in it and then she would get pretzels and she would eat the fucking peanut butter and chocolate chips with a pretzel as a spoon every night yeah and it's like of course you're gonna fucking miss weight you well, dipshit look at what you're eating were you feeding her those food were, were you, did I'm you not gonna lie you? I did leave some muffins out every once in a while and fucking she would eat them though like you know what I mean like we, you all living in the same house like I would cook up a steak and then I would like, oh, like I would is, leave it out and uh, she would so walk by funny. and have some like yeah you're that gonna fucking hilarious. miss weight like, it's not my I thought you're undisciplined. She's sleeping you know? and you found the food network. <laughs> no, like, putting sugar around her lips and stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Putting like sugar in her water bottle. I love it. I, I love it. She's going down on her girlfriend. All of a sudden there's like cake in there. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like, man, like if you can't, if you can't even be disciplined enough to like watch your diet. She didn't make the finale. I mean, the point is like, that's just shows you that like, yeah. I mean, you, this was a once in a lifetime thing that would have changed her life. The girl was two and two going to the house. Exactly. exactly. No, I'm, I'm here to say it too, man. I can't believe that she's even still on the roster. Yeah, I think they yeah. should have cut think, her when she missed weight yeah, for the finale. That's still the ultimate fighter. And, and also, like, the fucking people that spent 10 weeks watching that fucking show... And and get I'm like now I feel like I'm cheated because I've I've invested in her yeah, exactly. and her story and now it's like if you don't give a fuck about this how the hell am I supposed to care yeah uh, but exactly. you know look so here we are today today we just we beat Barbara Honchak yeah. <laughs> who's like the number three girl now you're what number two I'm ranked number two and Sajara's fucking ranked number one even Which, though she's never even fucking made 125 she's never even fought in the UFC yet yeah well, well she's whatever, no, one, she's, so. whatever so and yeah she'll. Sahara, Sahara, whatever. Hopefully she'll make weight. Hopefully you guys will fight because yeah. you know. Uh, who are you? Have they offered you a fight yet? Or no? They, I just talked to my manager the other day, and he said that they're gonna hopefully book us for like April or May. Not us, but me. Like us from the show is probably gonna all get booked around the same time again. That's great. And so. where can people follow you? Uh, at Lauren Murphy MMA. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, come follow. Like follow me, find me, hit me up, talk to me, say hi. I love your story, <laughs> Joe. I, you're a great guy. I love this couple. Uh, give my best to Max, and you have two Thank dogs you. too. We have two dogs. Yeah. So Connor. Connor's, Connor's not doing so hot, so uh, you guys, uh, you know, send thoughts out, yeah, thoughts out to Connor. Wishes, and and uh, this was it was an honor to have you. And, thank you so uh, much, man. And you have a great, you, it's bright in my day, so thank you. <laughs> Thanks, and, and guys, uh, next week uh, I will be in Seattle at the Comedy Underground in Seattle, following week at, at Calgary at the Comedy Cave in Calgary. Thank you guys so much. Uh, have a great life. Traps on some trap, don't some trap, don't some trap. Tunis, <laughs> <laughs>